The Bible is the best-selling book of all time and comes today in hundreds of languages. Hello, I'm Phil Sanders, and this is a Bible study in search of the Lord's way. Some think the Bible is too hard to understand. Is it really? Stay with us, and we'll find out. In all the hurry and hustle and confusion of modern living, the Lord has the way. We believe that the Bible is the revelation of His way. We invite you to join us in Search of the Lord's Way with Phil Sanders. Welcome to In Search of the Lord's Way. God's way is always a blessing and we're here to search the Word of God. God loves us and gave us His will in written form in the Bible so that every age and nation could know the truth and be saved. God wants every person to believe and to obey His will. Thanks so very much for spending this time with us. We want to be a part of your life each week and we want to hear from you. We also hope you'll encourage your friends to watch this program. Some think the Bible is too hard to understand. Perhaps you've heard people say, well, the Bible is not meant to be understood. Or, the Bible says different things to different people. Or, what is important is not so much what the Bible says, but what the Bible says to me. Well, I've heard people claim the New Testament addressed the culture of the first century, but really doesn't speak to us today. Others dismiss God's Word by saying, well, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere and love Jesus. And then there is the skeptic who says, you can make the Bible say anything you want it to say. Some think that you can take a passage of Scripture and read it to a group of people, and there will be as many interpretations of that passage as there are people in the room. Well, these popular charges against the Bible lose sight of God's purpose in giving us His Word. They seem to forget about God's incredible desire to have a relationship with us that lasts for an eternity. And that relationship means that we can know Him and His will. The Lord Jesus promised us in John 8, 31-32, that if you continue in My Word, that is, stay in My Word, then you are truly disciples of Mine, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Now, if you wish to study more about this topic, we offer the information on this program free. And if you'd like a printed copy of our study, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73083. Now, we're offering this to people who live in the United States. Or if you live anywhere else, send an email to Search TV at searchtv.org. Or you can call our toll-free telephone number. That number is 1-800-321-8633. We also stream this program on our website at searchtv.org and on YouTube. The Edmund Church will now worship in song. We'll read from Luke 4, 1-4 and see what the Bible has to say.
Our reading today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And here Luke describes how he is writing this book and what it means to Theophilus. He says, Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the Word, it seemed fitting for me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, to write it out for you in consecutive order, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things you have been taught. Yes, Luke thought that Theophilus needed to know the exact truth about the things they're taught. And we need to know that as well. Let's pray together. Father, we're thankful that in your, grace, in your grace and in your providence, you have given us your word, which can teach us the things that we most need to know. And we can know them with confidence so that we might live with you forever. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we'll be good students. And once we learn the will, to do your will always, in Jesus' name, amen. Bible meant to be understood? Well, the answer is yes, but don't take my word for it. Let's see what the Bible says for itself. Psalm 19.8 says that the precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Psalm 119 verse 18 says, Open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things from your law. Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119.125 says, I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. And again, Proverbs 6.23 says, For the commandment is a lamp and the teaching is light, and reproofs for discipline are the way of life. When people say the Bible is not meant to be understood, I, I wonder how they came to that conclusion. Did they get it from the Bible or from people? Surprisingly, some churches don't want you to read your Bible. 
These churches worry that if you read your Bible, you'll find that what the Bible teaches is really different from what they teach in practice. The Bible has God's authority attached to it, and it challenges those who vary from it. The Apostle Paul warned in Scripture about this kind of problem. And even in his day, there were people who were misusing and tampering with God's Word. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 2 to 4, But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's Word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Now, the devil will do anything, anything, to keep people from understanding the truth that can be found in God's holy word. He'd love nothing more than to blind people to the gospel so that they won't know the truth. Satan will tamper with the word to convince you to believe something that's only partially true. He realizes his message must sound true or you won't buy into it. And if he tells a lie that sounds true, he might lead some astray. And if he can make his lie really appealing, he will. But when people obey the lie rather than listen to God, they're deceived with a counterfeit religion. The devil has supplied plenty of counterfeits in our world today. Now, we wouldn't know what the truth is or what error is if it weren't for a permanent standard of truth. The Bible provides that standard of truth for all time. God's Word is settled in heaven and it doesn't change. It's this stability, this solid foundation that allows Christians to remain united to God. God was wise to give to mankind His message in written form in the Bible because by giving us the Bible, we can know the truth which makes us free. Now the difference between Christ's true disciples and others is that true disciples remain in the Word of God. The others drift away from the Word. So we must stay with God's Word. God expected ancient Israelite parents to teach their children the law of God. The Lord God was concerned that a generation might arise that did not know His commandments. Moses commanded them, At the end of every seven years, at the set time in the year of release, at the Feast of Booths, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place that He will choose, you shall read this law before all Israel in their hearing. Assemble the people, men, women, and little ones, and the sojourner within your towns, that they may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God, and be careful to do all the words of this law, and that their children, who have not known it, may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God. As long as you live in the land that you're going over the Jordan to possess. This is Deuteronomy 31 verses 10 to 13. Now if the Bible were so hard to understand, God wouldn't have commanded all Israel to go through this every seven years. Truly we can understand the Bible. 
The Bible says in Deuteronomy 29, 29, that the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. God gave us His Word to bless us. Deuteronomy 30, verses 11 to 14 explains, For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you, neither is it too far off. It's not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. God not only wants us to understand the word, he also expects us to love and obey it. Now, the word of God went out to all Israel and there were all kinds of people listening. They were the wise, the naive, the conservatives, the liberals, the educated, the young and the old. Those who didn't know God's law were expected to learn the law and to obey it. My friend, if you're not an exception, God expects you to know His will. And you're not an exception. God does expect that. 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 to 4 says, This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God doesn't communicate in riddles, nor does He hold back some secret message for only the select few. God wants everyone to be able to know the truth, to be saved, and to live in heaven with Him. Jesus, the Bible says in Hebrews 2 and verse 9, tasted death for every person. Why then would God give us a Bible with the words of life, but give it in a way that we couldn't understand? When God inspired Luke to write one of the four gospel accounts, He chose this Greek Gentile to write to a Roman authority about Jesus Christ. Now, Luke didn't grow up knowing about God, and Theophilus had only heard bits and pieces. So here is the inspired Luke who wrote in Luke 1, 1 1-4, "...inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the Word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things that have been taught. Now Theophilus apparently wanted to know the truth, And Luke said that he could tell him with certainty, that is with exact knowledge, the things concerning Jesus Christ. You see, the Bible was written to impart to us true knowledge, exact knowledge, and the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. The Apostle John said in John 20, verses 30 to 31, Therefore many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these have been written, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. God gave us this book, the Bible, so that we might believe in Jesus Christ and by believing be saved and have life in His name. I cannot imagine 
Why? If this is the purpose of the Bible, that God would write something that nobody can understand. The fact is we can understand what we need to know to be saved and go to heaven and live with God forever. In Acts 17, 2-4, the Bible says, And Paul went in, and as was his custom, on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women. Now the Scripture is not some strange riddle, but a book that gives life and tells the marvelous story of Jesus Christ. From this inspired book, we learn the most wonderful story of love and sacrifice. To some it may be meaningless, but to us it is the most meaningful story in the entire world. I'm so thankful God chose men and inspired them to write that story down in the first century so that we could hear and read it as it really happened. The New Testament gives us eyewitness accounts of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, a story of good news that saves our souls. There simply is no better, no more important, no more meaningful story in the entire world than the gospel. The gospel provides God's power unto salvation to everyone who believes it, according to Romans 1 verse 16. God knew that He had to reveal Himself to mankind if they were to know and believe in Him and find salvation. We can know some things through observing the universe, but we cannot know the full story apart from the Word of God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1, 21, For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not come to know God, God was well pleased through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. If we want to know the precious truth about God, we must go to His Word. Our task is to hear it, believe it, love it, obey it, and share it with others. Oh, thank God for the Bible. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 1.13, For we write nothing else to you than what you read and understand, and I hope you will understand until the end. Paul wrote no other thing but what the Corinthians could understand, and we too can understand the Bible. In fact, we must understand the Word of God and obey it. Why? Because one day we will be judged by the Word of God. The Lord Jesus said in John 12 and verse 48, that he who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him the word I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. You and I will be judged one day by the words written in this book. We will stand before God and give an account for our lives. And the standard will be these written words. The Lord Jesus said in Matthew 7, 21, that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Now we need to know what the will of God is. My friend, the purest source of God's will is found in the New Testament. 
So don't settle for anything less than the Scriptures. You can go to creeds and you can go to the writings of men, but the Word of God is what will judge you in the end. And they will lead you to an exact knowledge of the Lord's will, the things written in this book. They'll give you the unfailing truth that leads to eternal life. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're thankful that through Your grace and through Your providence, we have the Word of God written down for us in our age so that we might know the exact truth about what happened with Jesus. We pray that you will bless us as we study, as we learn, and help us to be obedient to your will and to love it always. In Jesus' name, amen. Think with me, what kind of God says, I'm going to judge you by the things written in the books, and Revelation 20, 11 to 15 and John 12, 48 say that, but gives us a book that people cannot understand. Wouldn't such a God be a monster? But our God isn't like that. He gives us a book that we can understand. Our God loves us and wants all men to be saved and to know the truth. Shouldn't we strive to know His will? If our knowing and doing the will of God is the difference between eternal life and death, can we afford to ignore what He says? Paul said in 2 Timothy 2.15, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. God wants us to study the Bible so that we will know the truth and not be ashamed on the Day of Judgment because we didn't follow the teaching of the Bible. Proverbs 23, 23 says, Buy truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. And I hope you'll follow those teachings and come to Christ. To do that, hear the words of Christ and believe them. Repent of your sins and confess the name of Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God. Repentance means that you change your heart, leave sin, and turn to the ways of God. And with love and faith be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, as Acts 2.38 and 22.16 teaches. 
The baptism of Jesus Christ is an immersion in water. And when you do, God will bless you with His grace and forgiveness, wash away your sins, and add you to the church. He'll make you His child. He'll give you an inheritance with Him. Won't you do that, my friend? Won't you do it today? Well, we hope that today's study of God's Word has blessed you or challenged you to think. If you want a free printed copy of this message and live in the United States, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73083. Or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call the search office toll-free at 1-800-321-8633. Now there's a schedule of our programs and a map with the location of churches that are in your area at searchtv.org. You can also watch Search anytime on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Search TV Ministry. And be sure to like the programs you watch because this helps spread the program. We also offer free Bible correspondence courses. Now, if you get a hold of us, don't worry. We're not asking for money. We're not here to get rich from people that, and things that we sell. No, we're here to help you draw close to God. We do ask that you focus your heart on God by worshiping at church. Everybody needs a church family. And if you can worship a church, then do so. There's probably a church of Christ that's near you. And if you're looking for a healthy, biblical church home, we'll gladly help you find one. Well, we'll be back next week, Lord willing. But we ask that you keep searching the Word of God and, and tell a friend about this program. Let them know that you watch and let them know how valuable it is to you. Let them know that God can bless them if they watch and are part of this program. As always, we say God bless you and we love you from all of us and in search of the Lord's way.